Take it with a grain of salt. I'm giving it to you straight, no chaser. Who needs tequila when everything feels better with a shot of brandy? Normally you find me with a tall glass of wine, but on this journey, I'm serving you straight, dirty martinis. Welcome to our podcast, Not Your Standard After Dark. We will not be silenced. Welcome to another episode of Not Your Standard After Dark with your three most favorite people in the world right now. So you already know who it is. It's Harold Keith. And you know we have Brandy G in the building and Colin Jones. Hey, people. What up? All right. So I don't know if y'all know this or not, but I'm going to let the cat out of the bag already starting off front is our YouTube channel. Is about to change your life just like you hear us on your radios while you're at home chilling and all those kind of things. Now we are bringing visual to the podcast. We still need you to listen, but we also need you to watch and see. So with that being said, just look out for it. Thursdays, just like these new releases, it can't get any better than that. So I know y'all are wondering what we're going to talk about tonight, what's going on tonight. You know, we have the unpopular opinion so before we even get to this week's unpopular opinion, I want to go ahead and shift gears real quick to last week. All right. Let's talk about it. Colin said. Here we go. Here we go. The only thing good at McDonald's is a Sprite. Mm. It's a Sprite. A Sprite. Now, out of all the things on your drunken nights, on, on on all the things. But that's the thing, like nobody always goes like nobody really goes to McDonald's on the drunken nights. Like, come on, like what about Waffle House? Oh no. Just stop there. Stop. We're just doing a recap. We're doing a recap. I don't need you to dig yourself deep. <laughs> we we, we don't want to conversation. You said the people were coming for you. I'm trying to save you and you're about you to right. go. All right. So what we're gonna do is just say. The people were out there, okay? Shout out to everybody who went to McDonald's <laughs> and got their Sprite. But but Colin, the people said it wasn't giving them that throat sensation that you were talking about. Yeah. They said it was a little flat. So I'm, I'm concluding that maybe you just don't know what's good for your throat. I don't know. Yeah, I think well, I'm, not like, I'm not like really, when it comes to, of course, that Sprite at McDonald's, I mean, nothing gets better than that. But let me say this. I feel like the people who probably went to McDonald's to try it out probably were people who were on your team, who were biased, who had an issue with the carrot cake on previous episodes. Come on now, like listen. Oh, that's quite a story. Let me just throw it out there. You yeah. sound a little bitter. I, I, like I, a little bit, just a little bit. I, I saw firsthand someone go get this. I didn't even know they were going to get it. They left, they came back with a Sprite and fries. And they were very disappointed. They were like, mmm, Sprite. Now, the other person was fucking up them fries, though. I mean, sure like, mm, mm, mm. Sure up, she did sure a disservice to herself because she ordered a small. Next time, you just got to get the large. Exactly. But, hey, and just be done. The Sprite, it might have been some leftover. That's all I'm saying. 
So I'm saying maybe we'll show y'all that footage because I actually did catch it live in the moment, unscripted, unplanned. And we and did post it in our stories. We did, but we might have to just post that on a page so that way Colin doesn't have to live in denial no more. He can know the truth and see the light. And shout out to everybody who went out and got that drink of the week. I promise you, I told you it was going to be good. I told you. And shout out, I'm going to tell you all this. We got some, some great followers and stuff out there. So shout out to that Christina and Steph. You know who you are, who went. And y'all decided to take it and give it an extra touch straight from your garden. You mm-hmm. splashed some of your mint into it, and you were speaking okay. my language. Speaking my language. So yeah. I just want to say shout out to everybody. I seen we had drummers on the watermelons on, on stories. It was crazy, but I appreciated y'all going out, getting this drink, and make that your summer drink of choice. I'm trying to tell you, it will change your whole game. That's right. It changed my whole Sunday. I'm like, <laughs> right. I went out. I was like, yeah. you know what? let me go buy this. Let me tell you, we went through that bottle so quick. I had to go get a second bottle. It's a rock. Harold, you had me Liddy on a Sunday. Like I didn't have to work the next day. It's Just wait until my next time I have to do drink of the week. I have something else that's for the summer that will. You talk about Liddy? Mm. I got something for you. All okay, right. Ciroc. I'm ready because no. I need to go to the next morning messing with that shit. <laughs> All right, so we're going to do something a little different this week. Y'all, I ain't going to lie. Colin was doing some crying, and he felt like we were always picking on him. So I didn't want him to feel like we were picking on him anymore. So I gave Colin a challenge. I said, you know what? Let me not even lead this unpopular opinion tonight. I'm going to let you lead the unpopular opinion. I don't know if this is going to be his opinion, y'all. I don't know if this is something that he read, but I'm giving him creative freedom. I didn't even ask what it was because that's just not what we do. But I'm giving him the freedom, okay? So if y'all don't like this unpopular opinion, it wasn't. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna come with some. I'm gonna come with some heat tonight. I feel like um, this unpopular opinion. Honestly, I saw it on Twitter because you know I know you were like we're not on our Twitters as much. I actually made a Twitter, so I saw it on Twitter and I was like, you know what? This would be a great topic of discussion. We all have done this before, I'm sure. But basically, unpopular opinion is. That the people who live out of town, like the niggas and the, the hoes who live out of town, apply the most pressure versus the ones in your own hometown or where you're living at. Meaning, saying the people who live out of town typically have good conversation. Probably sex probably is amazing. Like, just apply the most pressure to be able to get to know you versus the ones that's like sitting right there, and like I promise you, in your own hometown. And this is a great topic of discussion because I do feel like, honestly, most niggas that I encountered, the good ones, the ones who I like really want to get to know don't live in my city. So, so your, your unpopular opinion is that people from out of town bring more to the table, so to speak. There we go. Than people right there in your own city. Yes, that's exactly that's exactly what I'm saying. Because we I feel like, and I guess I can lead it off just in general, like I said, just being transparent. I do feel like most of the guys who I do find attractive, most of the guys who honestly keep my attention be the ones who don't even be in my own city. And that's why I'd be like, damn, like, would you, I might, I might have to fly there to like really get to know you and fly back and forth. Like, I mean, I'm willing to do that because I'm like, that's just what it is. Area codes, area codes, I got. 
Shout out to Luda. Listen, hmm. I want to say I'm actually going to agree with that statement because wow. it does. I, I know, right? Hold on, ladies right. and gentlemen. Listen, I agree with that statement. It really does feel like all the DMs and all of that. I mean, granted, there are people that are in this city or whatever case me, but the ones that apply the most pressure, I'm like, you can't even, if I wanted to say, okay, fine, I'm gonna entertain your thought of going on a date, you can't even take me nowhere because you gotta catch a whole flight or you wanna fly me out and I get that. But I don't know you, man. I am not getting on no flight and we don't even know each other. I get it though. Applying the pressure, I believe that's true. I, I really do believe that's true and I support and endorse that statement because that's what I've experienced. It's always, and it's funny because when I lived in Philly, it was people from all over the place. I moved to another state and all these people in Philly want to be trying to, you know what I'm saying? It's just, it, it, it's crazy, hmm. but I agree with it. Now, I don't know if this is just our world. And when I say our world, the gay world, I don't know if it's the straight world. I mean, I don't know if it's the lesbian world. I know people are like, well, gay, lesbian, same thing. Yes, but we're going, we, we, no, it's, it's yes and no. Okay, we're gonna keep moving. But is this something that you agree with or do you disagree, B? No, I feel like the pressure can be applied from in-state and out-of-state. I've seen it both. Now, I don't know if that's, again, the difference with the lesbian thing, but there's people in-state, and when I was dating, that would put that pressure on, like, come on, I'm trying to take you out, I'm trying to do this, let's make it happen. Let's make it happen. And out-of-state, come on. Let's make it happen. Now it's a little bit more to make it happen out of state, right? It's a little bit more, depending on how far. I feel like I've experienced it both ways. So, I mean, I agree with that statement. I definitely have experienced first. And you know what's funny? This brings up, I hope this man does not listen to this, but it brings up this thing. I had this, this guy who's lived in Florida for the last past four, like for four years straight just wanted to sit down and have coffee. And for some reason, I've just been super busy. <laughs> so I wasn't able to sit down and have coffee. Great looking guy. I just I just haven't had that time. So it's funny that I had time. I was like, let's get up for coffee. And every time we talk, it goes back to, I've waited for you for four years <laughs> to wow. just sit down for me to have coffee. And now you want to throw me attention. So now it turns into another conversation where I'm like, I still don't even really know you. So why the hell? Now we having this conversation I don't even want to have. So now it just pushes back the time frame. So it's either you want to go out or you don't. I ain't waiting four years. I had no cup of coffee with nobody. I'm worth the four years, baby. Listen, listen. I'm going to go to the coffee shop and find some goddamn body up in there. <laughs> That's what yeah. I do know. Now, ironically, weird. my wife, though, She's from out of state. So I make that statement. She lived in North Jersey and I lived here. So. But that's not too bad though. That's it's like gross. But uh, I, I might have to disagree with that. I might have to disagree with the unpopular opinion. I just feel like you get it either way. When somebody want to put that pressure on, they're going to put it on, whether they far or near. That's my thoughts. So, listeners, we want to know straight from you. So, is the pressure applied from in-state more, or is it applied more from out-of-state? 
And it's the question, I want to know something though. Do you think people from out of state apply more pressure because they don't really know you or don't see you around? Mm-hmm. Or they're just pressed for something new because they done ran through everybody in the state. Ooh, you that's, said it, that's I mean. shady shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that is our unpopular opinion. So you know what the meat of the episode is, right? So the meat of the episode is this let's talk about it segment that we're about to get into. So I have a question. To X or not to X? To X or not to X? I ask again. To X or not to X? Brandy G, what is our let's talk about it topic of tonight? Oh boy, this is a good one. Our let's talk about it topic of today is, is it okay for your friend to date your ex? Mm, mm, mm. Let me tell y'all, I'm on the fence about this because I know there are a lot of layers to this whole thing. But uh, if it's somebody I've been fucking with for a minute, and we had a real relationship. And then my friend comes to me and is like, yo, what's up with so-and-so? Are you okay if we start kicking it and dating? I might be a little uh, upset about that. Because to me, how y'all even get to that point of talking about dating, number one, right? It ain't just come out of the blue. You ain't tell me you've been talking to this person. And um, my other part of it is, if you know it was serious and why I end it, I'm like, why you want that? Uh. <laughs> if it was some shit like that, where they was foul to me or something like that, and then you over there wanting to fuck with them. But who's to say they couldn't have changed or they wouldn't change for, that, for your friend? I mean. Nah, they, they could have changed with me. Like, no. Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm just joking. You know, what's interesting about this topic is I was scrolling earlier. I'm pulling out my receipt. So for those who are watching, and not just listening. Um, yeah, I'm pulling up some receipts because I've seen something that somebody posted that was really interesting. So pay attention to how this is said. It says, your soulmate may be getting cheated on or played by your friend. Read it again. Your soulmate may be getting cheated on or played by your friend. So, you know, I had to read that a couple of times. So I'm gonna read it one more time for you. Your soulmate, that means the person that you are going to be with, your forever, your happy ending, may be getting cheated on or played by your friend. So that means your friend is dating this person and not treating them right. And this could be your soulmate. And then it says at the bottom, save them. Oh, so they're saying just swoop in. Because that's what I did. Now, now. I'm going to say, I'm going to take another approach to this, okay? I'm coming in, and I'm going to say, I've seen it firsthand how that can happen. And I've seen people, ooh, ooh y'all trying to make me so messy. I'm not even going to do it. Hey, what I'm going to say is, I'm going to go in. I had a friend of mine, okay? And this friend of mine was dating somebody. But this friend of mine was doing this dude so 
dirty, like everyday dirty. Of course, I know this. I'm your friend. I'm not. It's not my job to speak on your situation. But the person that they were dating at the time was confiding in me because you know I'm cool dude. They, you know, you know I I am a life coach, and I'm, I'm that's not no joke. Certified. So if y'all need my services, I'm really here. But moving on from that, but I do like to help people. And then me and this person started to get close, and it's just like everything that they expressed that they wanted. I knew I had. And me looking at this person, I ain't going to lie. In my mind, I was like, we could really be something. And from the friend standpoint, I wouldn't cross that line because I would have to have a conversation first, at least. But it still crossed my mind because it's like, I see how you're treating them. So if you're not going to appreciate that or if that's not the one for you, maybe, you know, and we got chemistry. Maybe this might be something more so for me. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, yeah. how do you even approach that conversation? Because that, that's a tough one to me. But not only that, like, how do you approach that conversation to be like, you know, to even dab into that? So I was like, I feel like you're like almost crossing the line um, that friends should never cross. But I do believe in, like I said, this whole soulmate thing or whatever. I do believe in that. So I'm like, maybe, maybe it's true. I mean, I don't know. You know, they do say one man's trash is another man's treasure. Absolutely. But is it you know it never said that it's not your best friend putting out the trash or your 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 friend putting out the trash or what they consider trash i mean typically when it comes to certain things like giving out like getting rid of furniture and stuff you have no problem with your friends picking that up i don't want you picking out my trash when it's still on the curb it didn't even make it all <laughs> you know it didn't even make it all the way to the landfill well maybe i don't want you picking up my trash on the curb well maybe they're picking it up because they don't see it as trash they're seeing it as something that's a great addition to their home all right, run it by me before you take it off. That's all. I'll be like, go ahead. You can have it. I now, will say. But would you? Would you say, okay, you can have it. If this is somebody that you really loved, but it just did not work out, and your friend is saying, listen, can I pursue this? Are you really going to say yes? Hell no. Is she going to say no. I, she going to say no. It would be really hard for me to say here is twofold because I'd be like, if I'm really over this person, right? Number one, I got to be really completely over this person. And depending on the circumstances of us even breaking up and how deep the relationship was, I may say, no, I'm not okay with that. I'm not comfortable. I would have to keep it real. Now, if it was something light, didn't really, you know, go anywhere. Have at it. Go ahead. But still just come have a conversation with me first, though. Like, yo, me and so and so been talking a little bit, or we saw each other out. Because I know things can happen naturally and organically between people. And so I'll try to be mindful of that. <sighs> That's tough. It's tough. If my friend really was like, yeah, I'm really, really like filming this person, I would say I might not be completely comfortable, but do what you need to do for you. And then we're going to take it from there on how how I feel about it as it get deeper in. Or I might be like, I tried to tell you they wasn't shit in the first place, you know, if it don't <laughs> work out. You know, I I feel like I've been in so many weird situations and especially um, in this gay lifestyle, the circles run small. And I feel like you never know somebody's intention because sometimes I, I know there was a certain group that I hung out with, but 
he loves me like certain friends, but this friend in particular loved me to hang out because they knew they would get attention. Okay. And the attention they will use for this person. But by that time, this person's like, okay, I'll talk to your friend, but I'm only talking to your friend because like you, you know, the way you put it, but I really talk to your friend so that we can kind of still get to know each other. Oh, and so, God. and that's happened several times. And it's just kind of like, that's fucked up. It's fucked up. But is it like, I don't know. I don't, like I said, I haven't cross that line in that capacity. As we talk more, maybe I can think about some things. But even just as of my thing, my stance on it is talk to me first. Let's talk it out. And then I question a few things in this situation. I'm just going to be very transparent. First of all, it's a matter of what ex you're talking about. Because I've had my share of exes. And you know, the thing is, sometimes I don't even consider people exes, but I'm finding out there are my exes through other people. So I don't know. As they say, we went on two dates and uh, we talked for a week and then we're, we're there, my ex. So, I mean, I can't control what every ex does. And um, there has been a lot of shady things that have been done to me behind closed doors that some of my friends don't even know about. But I don't bring it up because those exes don't hold that value or that weight or I get it. Um, they wanted still a piece of me. So you decided to go to one of my friends. But my thing is, I just shift. I don't necessarily have a fallout with a friend unless you're somebody who's really close to me, but I do shift how I view you and who I bring around you and what I tell you. And I think that's something that, you know, sometimes people make the mistake of. But my thing is, if an ex is an ex is an ex, but there are certain exes that you can't touch for a good period of time if you're going to be in my circle because you already know what we've been through. And I had a friend who I let into me and my ex's home. Well, me and my ex, Lord, I'm saying me and my ex, but my ex at the time, <laughs> let him into our home, um, was around us. We helped them out with a lot of stuff. Every time we fly in town, they would be the one to pick us up. And, you know, and if you're listening, I'm not doing this to bash you. I know where we are now, but this is the truth and it's reality. And this is what I committed to. I didn't commit to wine every time we talked. I committed to dirty martinis and it's the truth. So, um, you know, you just got living your truth. But so... They knew my ups and downs with this person. They knew this is somebody I confided in. And like when I'm heartbroken and they'd be like, yeah, you guys are working out. So on me and this ex is one of our off seasons. I laying in bed with this ex, mind you, totally tied in. So still hanging out, still my best friend, still vibing. And the ex goes, oh, your friend reached out to me. I'm going to show you the text message. Mm. Mm. Yikes. I read that text message. My blood started boiling. I brought this person in. This person was family to me, like hung out, like hardcore, my, you know, family. And talking about some, hey, don't let Harold know, but they wanted a chance. They wanted to shoot their shot. And the thought that that wasn't going to come back to me, mm. it came back to me. And this person was talking about flying into town on a vacation to stay with me. And we haven't had time in a while. Bitch, were you coming to stay with me or coming to try to get my man? Because at that time, it was <laughs> over. And one thing I knew for sure is there was no chance because I knew the person I was dealing with. That's another thing that makes a difference too: who you're dealing with, what their real intentions are. Because I knew that they don't do the whole friend thing. That's, that's, that's off. You know what I'm saying? But... Of course, they thought they could shoot their shot. Like, and that killed a friendship, a year's friendship. And this person went through so much. And I refused to be there because I felt like I've already given so much. And you tried to take one of the things that meant the most to me. Hmm. 
not even you should have known that you really didn't have a shot. Let's just call it what it is. But you did. Hmm. How would you approach that if the friend came to you first? Are you out of your fucking mind? Yeah, see? (laughs) You can't be called my best friend and not with this ex. Now, if it was an ex from a while back and whatnot, then I would just simply say, go for it. I'm not sure where that's going to go. I know where we went left, but they could have changed by now. Just make sure you, you know, you're looking out for yourself and just take it slow. Yeah. I'm interested in hearing what Colin got to say over there because he kind of quiet, right? I mean, you guys gave some really good topics. Um, I, f- I feel like as far as like this whole ex thing, like I've said before, like I've had two major exes, and I feel like honestly, for me, um, I would not date my friend's ex. I may find my friend's ex attractive, or maybe like, oh, they're handsome or whatever. That's totally fine. It's super like elementary to be like, you know, the person's attractive. I mean, I'm a whole nigga at that too as well. I'm not dead, so of course, we find other people attractive. I think the only thing I would have a problem with is wrapping my head around them like being intimate with one another. I think that's probably the biggest thing I would have like an issue with. Not saying because I want to be intimate with my ex or whatever. It's just the fact of you see this person, my ex, as more than a friend or like my ex. You see them as like a partner, somebody you can be like sexually with, somebody you can be intimate with, somebody you can like have a connection with and so I feel like that would probably tear me up more than anything I feel like I feel like sex is something that's very um sacred to just people and it should be and so I feel like for you to kind of like be like oh yeah I find you know x and y z attractive or whatever I'm gonna look at you like you must be out your damn mind like regardless of what it is we broke up whatever that's still my dick that's still my ass I still sign the paper on that like that's still what it is but that's just how I roll. And so I feel like the same should go for my exes. My ex should be like, you know what? I don't want none. Of, I, I would never date like none of my, like if my ex-boyfriend, I would never date like never date none of his friends. And so like, I, he should be like, yo, like I that's mine, X, Y, and Z in the past, but just out of respect. And so I feel like that's the intimate, like the whole enemy, like in, uh, intimacy part, it like really trips me on my head. It really does. Mm-hmm. You know, that brings me to a question though. So after you break up with somebody, let's say your friend is interested in them. How long should they wait before coming to you and wanting to express interest? Until they know like for them. But <laughs> 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 where you are never over, never, what, you know they always say there's always one that's that one that got away. Mm-hmm. Like what if that's that one that got away and every time it comes up, it touches something and you might not even want them anymore. You might be happy and whatever the case may be, but that's still like off limits. Oh, you know, that's a good question. I feel like is I got an ex that's very off limits. And so I feel like to figure out like one of my friends is dating that ex, I'm a father Houston. I'm a, I'm gonna kill that nigga. Like <laughs> I, I'm gonna kill that nigga. I would, I, I think I legit I would. I would kill that nigga. Just- just tell, say you were just joking. Hypothetically, he, he was. I was hypothetically speaking. Uh, <laughs> my ex lives in Houston. He lives in Houston. Just in case he's listening to this podcast, you date one of my friends or whatever case may be or whatever. Like, I'm gonna chop your dick off. Oh, not the Lorena Bobby. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. I'm joking, y'all. But why? He's your ex. I'm gonna say this, and like, please don't, like, don't, don't like take it the wrong way. If something was yours. In the past, you're gonna always be connected to it. Not saying you want to, whatever, but you're gonna always have some type of connection to whatever it is. So, like your ex, regardless of your ex in the past, whatever, 
you're gonna always have some type of connection to because that, that was once you once upon your lifetime that was once you for like however many years y'all was together I, that's just me yeah. i'm gonna definitely some shit just off limits now if it's somebody who i dated messed around with we talked we didn't make the relationship stage totally fine with that totally can get that point but like when it's these exes that's like you said before like you spent a chunk of your life with and like more than like you know a year or so like a chunk that's like a, that's a, a huge portion of your life i can't really like let that shit kind of slide too easily for me i don't know i feel like i've been in some very long relationships especially for this lifestyle like three years or whatever but i feel like honestly there's probably only two exes of mine and one's not even an ex, so I'm gonna leave that alone. But it's only like two people that I've dealt with where I'm like, whoa. And that other person, I'm probably only like that about them because that was something that I wanted to work and it didn't. And so we just had something special. So it's kind of like my friends, I wouldn't want that. But I've dated some people sometimes and live with some people. And honestly, I don't even think about them twice. Sometimes I sit here and I'm like, Wait, we, we, oh yeah, yeah, we were in a relationship. Hell, I even, I don't even know how many people really know this. I even have a, a matching tattoo with an ex of mine and we were together for a minute. And now I don't even look at that and think about him. You know what I'm saying? I hope he's not listening because I know I, I do have a lot of love for you. But I, if one of my friends came to me and, but you know what, even that person ain't shit either because some of my friends did. And he had a good old time at those amusement parks. I ain't even gonna talk about it like that. But y'all, y'all did it. It's, it's the drink. Um, and I'm sorry that I'm spilling all this tea. I mean, but this it, is an honest podcast. It, I mean, it, it, it's just it, it for me and what I've experienced, I've seen all kinds of things. And it was even like there's this one person that he was talking. Okay, so a friend of mine was talking to this ex, but this friend of mine did not know that that was my ex. But we were having a conversation and I had seen that they kind of were posting something similar. I was like, oh, so you know such and such. I was like, yeah. They were like, yeah. He's like, well, what's going on? Is that your ex? And I'm like, yeah. They were like, oh, well, I like him, but you know, I'll, I'll step back. And I said, no, go ahead and pursue it. I said, it's fine. It is what it is. He's a great guy. Um, it just didn't work between us what he wanted from me i could not give him at the time um and i just wasn't into the long distance thing this is this is what it is so this person <laughs> goes with my ex and they're on a date and but he brings up the fact that he spoke to me and i gave them my blessing <laughs> and so what that did was destroyed that because then my ex is like well then f that we ain't talking no more like i don't need because my ex and i had something special. So he's like, oh, if that's your friend, then I ain't doing that. So it killed that. When all you had to do is shut up, go with the ride, and let it come out over time after they really build something to really stand on. So, so I think that would have been worse. I think that he did everything the right way. Once he found out that, you know, that was your ex, he talked to you. And I then that was right. keeping it real with the other person, and talking to him about that, I think that was he made all the right moves in that sense. Because I guess so. Many, I think it was maybe too soon. He was being straight up. So here's my take on that: is you had your closure already. The other person didn't. 
You get what I'm saying? Because I feel like that's what it comes down to. Like, if you have, like, all your closure with an ex, you do get to a point where you really, like, go ahead, do what you want to do. You know what I mean? You really don't care. But if there's any type of residual feelings there, you're going to care. And that's what it sounds like. That other person really cares still. It's, it, well, the thing that sounded funny, it's not even that I didn't care. And when he told me and I seen that, it actually did bother me. But one of the things I knew was we were over. And I was involved with someone else. So it will be unfair to me to stop somebody at a real chance of love with somebody who is great. And if that's what I wanted for any of my exes, I always want them to find what's good and what's right for them and what makes them happy. And I already know that, you know, there's only one me. So I want you to find someone to make you happy. And that's truth. And you know what? I'm sitting here and I'm not even really talking shit. There has not been one ex that I have broken up with that's just like, you know, it's screw him, we're done. No, it always comes back around to maybe we could try again. But that doesn't mean that you always take on those opportunities. And I, I just feel like, I don't know, this topic, this topic is a heavy topic, y'all. There's a, a lot topic. of layers to this topic, it's, right? It's, it's a huge amount of layers, though. It's a, it's a lot. Because what I deny true love if I felt like that's what it was because to me sometimes it's more so like for me I'm that kind of person that when I'm all in I'm all in so it's like if I feel like you're the one then I'm willing to let go of some things but are you willing to like let go of some things on like the cost of like you being happy I feel like we say these things of like oh I'm willing to like let stuff go whatever but then like you know your friend comes in to like soup in to be like hey oh like you know being honest like yeah I like your ex or whatever case may be whatever like I feel like in a sense why does it make you feel a way or especially with those exes that you say like are like that mean something to you if the feelings are gone like why should it mean something to you in the first place and that's the case I never said that the feelings were gone for two but for everyone else so, so you still like this ex or you still like those exes it's not even about liking them. It's just a point of we have built something that's even outside of just that, where we have built something that's just untouchable. But I got a question real quick. Y'all can't be together. I got well, a we question. Can't be together. So you say y'all built something that's untouchable, things like that, and I totally get that. What if your friend was to marry your ex? Do Are we talking about the ones that they were untouchable? Yes. They Do wouldn't because they were shut down, so we can't even hypothetically that one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do you still feel like it's still like y'all still have like an untouchable? Because I feel like at that point, I feel yes. like you would still think that. It's what I know. So no. honestly, if they said yes to that, they would. I'm gonna tell you why I'm so secure that they would not have said yes to that in this situation because I know what that is. Y'all got like that. Y'all like that book, right? The book is done. Y'all finished reading it. But you got that little fold in that page, that favorite page. You like just go back and read every now and again. Every now and again. But, they, they, but that comes with a friend. They wouldn't do that. Now, they're in a relationship now. I love their partner. So that's why I would never give out the name. I love their partner. I think they're really great for them. But even their partner has acknowledged that y'all got something special. But they know that it, it's nothing that's going to threaten or invade on that space. But if we're talking about friends... It wouldn't work. Yeah, yeah. Even if I gave the blessing. Mm. Damn, wow. see, it's it's a lot. I'm like, I, I don't want to be selfish. You know, no, I feel the same way. Happy, right? 
What were you gonna say, Kyle? I feel like this topic, honestly, is it's a really heavy one. I know, like in a sense, like you know, you got to kind of be transparent and be honest and kind of just like lay it out there. Um, I feel like just natural, just being human beings, we aren't okay with certain things. And I feel like when it comes to an ex, it's okay to say like, I'm not okay with my friends dating my ex or whatever. You don't look bad by saying that. I just feel like it, it really is. I feel like it's a complicated type of thing to deal with. And I feel like just personally, me, just let it be off limits. I wouldn't date none of my friends' exes. Like just don't date mine. But I will say this, um, my ex that lives in Houston, I will say this. Um, he is a people person. He is a outgoing person. And I introduced him to a lot of my friends. And so I think that, you know, he still has a relationship with some of my friends. He's still cool with him, whatever. If I was to see or hear that he is dating somebody that I know that I introduced him to, damn right, I'm going to feel away, whatever. But I think that I wouldn't feel away to a point where be like, you know what? I just can't deal with this, whatever. Like, I'm going to say something. It's like, you know, it is what it is. And I, I have seen him in Dallas. I, I moved to Dallas a year ago. I have seen him in Dallas, and it is the most craziest story. I saw him at my apartment complex with another dude who I was cool with, and it was by far I'm a little nervous because I I'm, I have to talk to you about this offline and make sure that um. <laughs> I got no connection y'all know about. <laughs> I mean, they don't call me Mister International just because I travel and I speak around the world. They call me <laughs> Mister International. I know a lot of people, <laughs> so I'm just making sure that your ex is not one of those people that have been in my DM. But anyway, you know what we talked about earlier that be applying the pressure. Oh, you know I, this is Brandy. This is exactly why I feel like I'm, I'm gonna go straight, and I'm gonna definitely. Um, <laughs> I might even give me like a lesbian couple to be like a little threesome action or whatever like i think that's like what is next on my agenda be careful colin lesbians we do things trust me it's a lot of inner dating in there that way too i'm telling you my my friend group like now, women. go ahead i say my friend group there are people that dated but it also hasn't been like serious stuff like they might have dated and then you know we all hang out all the time a couple months later somebody be like oh man so and so kicking it we kind of like each other have at it whatever sometimes just hooking up type thing have at it whatever so it's going to come I do down feel like, i do feel like women definitely are more in tune with their like emotions and so and so i feel like with women you really really like this woman you really really like you know they that's how they feel like, I, I really like this person whatever with niggas you see a nice pretty face a nice fat ass or whatever you you're good to go so i feel like i might just decide to date women this next go around to be honest like I might give it up. You don't just. You, know, <laughs> you ain't date no woman, God. You ain't date no woman. <laughs> you know, but honestly, you never. I swear to God, I you feel know, like you're true. You never. You you're right. You never you know never because know. I can be a testament to that. Because I I'm not close minded to still have an interaction with him, but I know I don't want to be with one. But I mean, I don't mind flipping the sheets back. Oh, so in other words, you don't mind having sex with a woman, but you ain't trying to be in a relationship with a woman. Now, don't get me wrong; it's been a long time, so I don't want people like it's been a very long time. But I do have moments with the right woman. I will turn into Trey songs. I will turn into Usher. Well, we may not use Usher. I'll do Trey songs. The right woman and some henny. <laughs> Well, will definitely have me like pulling out like I'm just thinking about it now. I'm starting to get high. Like yeah, I've been in relationships where I ask like, 
would you want to have a threesome with a girl? Oh, why not? Nothing wrong with some threesomes. Oh, that's another topic. We gotta save that for that's another topic. Threesomes. When it comes, when it comes, when it comes, if y'all can see Harold, which y'all be able to, he's he blushing over there too. And Colin too. I love making these light skins blush like this. <laughs> Yo, threesomes are like, uh, oh shit, that's like a taboo subject. That, oh shit. We'll come back to it definitely on a uh, on a later episode because we can talk about a, a lot of things. But I know that today the question at hand is: it's is it okay for your friend to date your ex? And I don't even want to get into final thoughts yet because I also think about this. I know I told you I have a lot of. So I am going to admit something that I have never really admitted. So I had a friend and they were dating somebody and it weren't it wasn't really working out, right? But they really, 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 really liked this person. And during that time, me and this friend was, we were cool. So I wasn't crossing the line, even though I know the person was trying to shoot their shot. I even expressed that they were trying to shoot their shot and they weren't bad looking. And that was my younger days where I was a little, you know, hold up, let me see. I really I just say this, I didn't really trust a lot of people during those times. And this is one of the friends where you like, you hang out with people I don't really like like that. So I, I know you're really my friend. And then, you know, and I knew what they were doing behind closed doors, going back to that statement that was made earlier. Mm -hmm. So from what I found, um, just going through social media. So what had happened was they were trying to make their relationship work, okay? So we went to this party and it was a real late night. And the person, their person that they were dating, my friend's person that he was dating at the time was like, listen, can I kiss your friend, okay? Now we're all wasted and the friend goes, looks at me as like, hey, you gonna kiss my, my, you know, my boyfriend? And I was just like, no, that's not a good idea because I knew what I knew. <laughs> and I'm like, no, this is not a good idea. Long story short, the kiss happened. Some other things transpired. And so they ended up breaking up the next day. From and, off, huh? off of this kiss? Off of this kiss and additional activities. Oh, that okay. All right. So, but the thing that happened with this activity, my friend gave consent to it, but really wasn't with it. And I honestly, at first, was not really with it until my friend made it seem like he was with it. And the reason why he did that is because he wanted to try to save his relationship when in all reality, what he did was give it up in that moment because then his person he was dating got what he wanted. Now, me and this person had a lot of good chemistry. So the confession part of it is I have dated one of my friend's exes without telling him because me and this person had a secret relationship for about over a year. Oh, Lord. We did not go out in public like that. We went to places where we know people weren't going to be. And we just really didn't cross, like, as far as going out to certain places and stuff. But I was in this strong relationship for about a year. Now, granted, I eventually, you know, this is why now I have different values of what it is, because I know what I've been through. I know what I experienced and I've learned from my situations. But I had sat down with this friend and I couldn't take it no more. And I was like, listen, 
I know you really love this dude, but we're together. And it is, I can't really say, I don't even know how it happened, but it happened. And of course that did not go well. You think? But let me tell you the twist to the story. The reason why it didn't go well was, yeah, I'm crazy over this person, but I'm crazy over this person. But now I'm upset, not because you're with him, but because you're with him and now I can't have you. Another plot twist. Exactly. Mm. At this point, y'all all should have just got together and been in one. I want to be with my friend. That was mm -mm, no. So at that point, it caused so much drama to the point where you know that relationship to work. I was like, you know what? I'm good on all this. I don't know what you got going on, but I came clean to say in the past, a long, long, long time ago, I did date a friend's ex without them knowing, and it was a secret. And it actually tore me to shreds. So that's why nowadays I'm very upfront about. You know, I'm very, I don't want to say upfront, I'm very aware of those kind of situations. And so I don't like to intermingle. I don't like doing that. When a friend, I don't like mixing that. Don't tell me to take your man home without you being in the car. Don't tell me, no, I don't want none of that <laughs> until we build something where it's like, cool, I can say that they ain't trying me, ain't nothing like that. It's been some shady situations. And I always, because Oh, just who I am. I feel like I always get blamed for shit that has nothing to do <laughs> with me. And it is what it is. But in the past, I have done it. And it was a shitty situation. I found out some other things later on, of course. But for me, I don't know if I would have been able to handle it like they did. But of course, they had another agenda that I didn't know about. Yeah. I'm not friends with none of these people to this day. But I do know this. Anybody who's listening, that's a friend of mine. If you want to date my ex... Come to me first. Just talk to me. Let me evaluate the current um, facts on this person. Let me see if this is somebody who still I have on file or if this is something that has been let go of a long time ago. But talk to me first. That's all I ask. I will never die, deny nobody no true love, no matter how much I love somebody. I won't deny nobody no true love. But there, like I said, there's just, you know, really it's just one that is like, no. But Again, it depends on the circumstances, because if I know that one of my friends is a really good person and they haven't found that one and I can really see it, I ain't going to be able to deny that. Because at the end of the day, anybody who's in my circle, my circle small nowadays, anybody in my circle, you deserve that. And I know this is a great person and they deserve it, too. I'm not going to block it. I'm not going to block somebody from their soulmate. I'm not going to do that. It may not feel good, but I will get over it as long as you come to me first. Now, if I found out. That now, because you heard this episode, you're trying to do some karma shit. <laughs> fuck you. Okay? <laughs> it ain't happening. Mm. Mm. That's wow. my piece on this. And before we get to final thoughts, but that's that's my little piece on this. I don't know. asses was wrong. That's why y'all was hiding it. But we're going to leave that at that. <laughs> no, we were dead wrong. But it was something wrong. Like we had like secret little, you're my little secret. We made it cute. And that's horrible. <laughs> Horrible. Mm. Made it cute and it was horrible. But I've learned a lot. That was back in the day. I've learned a lot since then. And I wasn't even mad. So that's why I feel like my karma has already been paid because I have friends that hooked up with my exes behind my back and came back around or tried to intentionally hurt me. So they went to go hook up with the ex. And I, you know what? I just say, you know what? I'll accept that, but I won't accept you being in my life anymore. But we're good. Not wrong with that. There's nothing so, wrong with that. Not at all. So we're going to make this really clean and plain. 
It's a yes or no question. Come okay? on. Before we get into the final thoughts. No, it's not simple. It's what we've been talking about. Before we wrap this up with our final thoughts. So I'm just going to ask straight up, yes or no. I don't want no explanation. We've talked around this topic. So Colin, is it okay for your friend to date your ex? Yes or no? No. Brandy G, is it okay for your friend to date your ex? Yes or no? I don't want to hear no depends. Yes or no? No. No. Now, next question is, is it okay for your friend to come to you with an inquiry about your ex, Colin? Yes. Brandy G. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So I'm saying, yes, so yes, they can come to you. We can talk about it. Let's talk about it. We can talk about it. I'm good with it. So I just am curious to hear. I mean, of course, this this topic has so many different layers. And so before we even get to our final thoughts, I do want to ask our listeners, you know, hit us up on our social media platforms and all of that, because I want to know from you and I'll post this in a story or Brandy G or Colin, one of us, you know, we got that page going on. But the question is, is it okay for your friend to date your ex? If yes, why? If no, why not? We want to know. Yes. I want to hear some other perspectives on this because I know there's layers to this. But that said, um, Colin, give us your final thoughts on is it okay for your friend to date your ex? Um, it is not okay for my friends to date my ex. Like I said in the beginning, um, that's just a, a topic and a, a thing you just don't do. I wouldn't do it to my friends, so I just kind of like would expect the same in return. Um, do unto others as you want done unto yourself. So, like I said, it's just kind of a rule of thumb. The whole like just being intimate, like intimacy uh, with my ex, it goes to my mind, and I'm like, shit, hell no. So, all my friends who listen to this podcast, don't ever try it. Don't ever think I'm gonna be okay with it. You can ask me, but in hindsight, hell no. Mm. Brandy G. Ooh. Um, let's see. Is it okay? A real XX that I put some time in and work into? I would probably say no. I would like you to come to me though. Let's have a conversation about it so I can see where your head is at and, and really see like just how it came about. Somebody I was just fucking around with, dating around, still come to me first. If I had my blessing because it wasn't anything real, not real. It just wasn't anything that serious. Um, but if it was like, you knew it was a relationship that had a lot of meaning to me, I need you to come have a conversation because my answer is probably gonna be no. Okay, well, my final thought is, if you're a real friend of mine, you will already know what I'm going to say before I say it. So if you do approach me, I'm cool with that. But if you know my history with someone, when you come to that table, understand that there's a chance you might get up with a blessing, but also a termination. And I'm wrapping that up like that because there are just certain people, when you're in my circle, you should just know better. Now, when it comes to all the other stuff in the past and all that kind of stuff, you come, we can talk about it. We're going to laugh about it. I'm going to let it go. I'm probably going to make a little joke and keep it moving. Um, but 
if it's somebody that really have like like Brandy G said, I put some work in and you know you've seen this, you already know what it's like. You've seen the family pictures, you've seen this, you've seen that, and you know what we've done, and you know how it's been, and you've seen our journey up and down, and you know how much work I've put into something. Why bother? Mm-hmm. And more than likely, you also have to think about for those who are in this situation or thinking about the situation, know this. When someone has invested so much time with someone, typically sometimes people entertain or talk to people not knowing that they are only dealing with certain people to keep them connected to the main source. Mm. So be mindful if it's really something that's worth the conversation or if it's a position where you're just a pawn on a chessboard to get back to their original situation oh that's a thought okay all right harold because harold didn't learn from his ways sure did his toxic ass ways <laughs> <laughs> so let's lighten this all up now that we've gotten our final yeah. thoughts out of the way and i'm about to choke huh. on the cherry oh, i'm sorry Jesus. You choke? Who oh, knew? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, some of that is in my past, okay? That's my past. Get into that another time, too. Oh, goodness. Y'all out of All right. So, we got to move on to our next segment, which is the drink of the week. So, Colin, this one is on you. What are we drinking this week? And I promise you, it better be good because what we served was summer last episode. So tell me, where are we going? So, please listen to me and please listen to me good. Um, I got a new drink of the week. Um, something that's like, you know, classy but ratchet at the same time. Um, I am sure everybody I know, classy but ratchet. <clears throat> so it's called a French 75. I don't know if like you guys have you guys have had French 75s before? No. Wow. So I don't even know who that is. Let me write this down. A French please. A French 75. Like I said, it's that classy baracha drink. If you don't want like a mimosa at brunch, you know, you kind of want something else, whatever. This is a drink to get. So basically, all inside of the um French 75 is an ounce of gin, how much gin you would like, a little bit of lemon juice. Some simple syrup, and then of course you got to top it off with a bunch of champagne. So gin and champagne mixed together, by far. Colin, that's not a headache to me. Wait, Colin, do you? I promise you, it's like a because this will explain it. You have hair on your chest. That will explain it. I don't want hair on my chest, Colin. But you know what? I don't want hair any anywhere on me, but that's another story. <laughs> I will say the French 75 is like a drink that is like, you know, it's not what people make. Like when you read the instructions and like the ingredients, it's not what people make, make it like seem to be. It's a very, very refreshing drink. Um, it's really, really good. I advise both of you to try a French 75. It's, it's fire. All right. You know what? Right, so Just for you, Colin. First of all, I haven't had gin since... Ooh, a very long time when I had some gin and juice and it was a whole story with that. People throwing out, passing out, all kinds of stuff. I stopped you. For you, 
Oh God, I'm about to, I'm about to gag thinking about it. I'm gonna try it though. Perfect. So for everybody who listens to this podcast, please on record, they're gonna try French seventy five, and I, I would love to hear their reaction. Oh, applause! Don't be on record or nothing, because I didn't say a word. <laughs> well, it, well, listen, I did shit that I didn't want to do, so you're gonna do the same exact shit. What did you do that you didn't want to do? He ate them fries. I'm trying to think right now in my head, but I can't think of it like off the top of my head. But I'm sure it's gonna be some shit in the in the he next podcast. It's not nothing drastic. You're asking me to kill my liver. You kill your I'm liver every you day, every other weekend. Don't even. Says the guy who likes lemon cake. Y'all okay. should see him sipping right now now that he just talked about killing his liver. Exactly. It's oh, French. Colin, French Ford. Oh, my God. All right, so Colin, I'm give us that drink of the week again, just in case they missed it, because I, I know we yes. interrupted a few times. So what is that oh drink? Oh, my God. It is a French 75 for all people who are listening. It is a very classy but ratchet drink. Like I said, an ounce of gin, some lemon juice, some simple syrup, and of course, some champagne. And of course, to no, definitely add a little flavor, add a little garnish of um, some mint leaves, and you are good to go. Plain and you simple. Are. Wow. Ugh, that's what I got. So I know we still have our song of the week also coming from Colin and I think he's going to take us back a little bit into time but <laughs> not really because it's still current but it's it's a well, before we introduce um so of course the song don't of introduce it yet no. Colin we're going to do our social media handles first you <laughs> see I was getting ready to I was getting ready to you were I know song. so passionate about this too so um, in the meantime, okay, let's start with ladies first. Brandy G, tell us where people can find you, of course. Listen up, people. Y'all can find me on IG at soulfully double underscore yours. Now, last time I tried to spell this, I fucked this up, but I'm not this time, okay? Ready? <laughs> I'm not going to spell it because I'm going to fuck it up. Soulfully double underscore yours. S-O-U-L-F-U. L L Y two underscores yours. Hit me up. Slide up in the DMs. Let's talk. And Colin, our wild card, what is your handle? Yes. So my Instagram is hebefly, H-E-B-F-L-Y. Definitely DM me about the different topics um, when it comes to the X's, when it comes to that fire ass French 75. Oh All of that. Of course, you can follow my Facebook, too, as well. I'm pretty vocal on there, as you guys can see from Unpopular Opinions. Um, Colin Jones. So go ahead. Hit me up. And of course, you can follow us and catch us all on Instagram at NYS underscore After Dark Podcast, where we part, we post our polls. We get people involved. We will repost you. If you shout us out, we got you. We want to start doing some business highlights and stuff soon. So be on the lookout for that. You can follow us on Twitter. And I keep saying I'm going to let Colin take it over. And I really am now that he's gotten into the Twitter world. Hopefully he's using it for the right reasons. At NYS underscore After Dark. And then, of course, if you have any questions, you're interested in being a guest for some reason or whatever the case may be, got some topic suggestions, you can slide in our DMs, or you can send us an email at nysafterdark at gmail.com. And if you want to find me, little old me, you want to talk about some things, you, 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 you're in a sticky situation because you've made the mistake that I did in the past, I'm going to tell you how you get out of it. But just hit me up at KJ Perception, and I'll be there to assist you. Now that we've gotten that out of the way, Colin, 
before you introduce the song of the week, I want people to understand that it's not nothing that's going to make you twerk. Okay. But, <laughs> but listen to these lyrics. I'm going to listen to this. Lately, I'm daydreaming. And if you wonder why, just look in the mirror. It should be no surprise. Ooh. Is that poetry? I yeah. mean, that poetry. Look one more time. You know, you can let me let me look at the people. Lately, I'm daydreaming. And if you wonder why, just look in the mirror. It should be no surprise. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Exactly so like you know, this is the song of the week. The song of the week, a very sexy, but you know what? It's a very, a song you play like at a family reunion or something. It's summer. Um, definitely Charlie Wilson, Smokey Robinson, All of My Love. I don't know if you guys have heard the lyrics. I love the song. I do. And I'm only 27 years old. I'm pretty young, but if I like it, I am sure everybody else likes it. I will give you the lyrics are beautiful. I will say that you can get some, they some panty dropping lyrics. So y'all should really take a listen. With that being said, shout out to Charlie Wilson and Smokey Robinson with all my love. And as we play that going out, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at NYS underscore after dark podcast, Twitter at NYS underscore after dark, email us at nysafterdark at gmail.com. And for those who are listening, you can now catch up with us and see what we're talking about on our YouTube page. Just search NYS After Dark and we'll be there. And if you always, if you all don't know where you can find all these links and you can't keep up, check out our Instagram page and click on our links. It'll give you the guide to all that you need to know. So with that being said, it's been another great episode, but we're not going to hold off on the song any longer. Here we go. All my love, Charlie Wilson and Smokey. Yes, Smokey Robinson. <laughs>